<laughs> she always pushes record at the most inopportune of moments. That's my job. All right, Is it? On. Hold on, I need to take care of my baby. My son. Ew. He's emotionally. You need my son. It's much better than yours. Yeah, your son is much better behaved than mine. Um, I got a build a bear this weekend because I'm a grown ass adult and I can do whatever I want. Stop talking to me. So (laughs) I have a great little son here to cuddle with because I can't have a dog. I have a dog here to cuddle with. Um, I don't want to cuddle with him, but he's making a point. I mean, this stuffed animal and your dog have the same amount of brain power. Yeah. <laughs> but truly, honestly. Yes. So, this this is, we're bad at intros, but welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back. <laughs> welcome back to the Babysitter's Club. Um, my name's Ava, that's Sierra, and we're welcome babysitting our children. The, welcome to the Dirty Dancing of Night's recap show. Um, part 16 of 25. Even though this is episode 5. Right? I think so. We were on hiatus this week because shit got busy, okay? I have not had a day off in 8 days. I am fucking exhausted. My ankles feel like they've been crushed by sledgehammers. Yeah. And I had uh, parent-teacher conferences and then I had um, music-teacher seminar conferences. And then I went to a concert. Which is... A great segue into our topic of the video, which is yes. concert concerts. etiquette. Just concerts in general, and too. Concerts in general, but like concert etiquette, because like there's a lot of things that people do at concerts that like that are grind annoying. my gears. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, I went and saw Louis Tomlinson. It was Saturday night, February 26th in Kansas City. It was bomb. The opener sunroom was also very good. Um, I was like two or three people away from the barricades, so I saw my man's up close and personal. And as a fangirl, it's just like when I see people live, it's hard for me to picture them as a real fucking person. So like when I saw him being a real fucking person, it's the fact that this man is beautiful and I don't think Photoshop's a single thing in his photos. He just looks like that in real life, I guess. Um, it was an experience. Yeah, I FaceTimed Sierra earlier on her way back from Arkansas to Kansas. And the first thing she said to me was I was in was Kansas like, City. I literally just said that. I'm not in, I wasn't in Arkansas. Wait, I thought you were in Kansas City, like, Arkansas. Not... Where the fuck? Kansas City is is in partially in Missouri, if that's what you're thinking. Okay. Wait, is it the same Kansas City or two separate Kansas cities? Why like would there be a Kansas City in Arkansas? Not, no, like there's Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. It's like, the are same town. Two? So it's like the same city, like it's on the, the border? same town. Yes, it's just it. W- w- when it was established to now, it grew over time and grew over into the Missouri state line. Oh, Jesus Christ. They should have fixed that shit. Not my business. But, um, yes, it was in Kansas City, Missouri, um, part of the time, and it was pretty cool. Um, I met him by accident. Fun fact. Why don't you tell the story about that? Okay, I didn't meet him per se, but 
let's get let's get into this story for it to make any sort of sense. So uh, we went to the concert right up close to Barricade. It was really awesome seeing him in real life. It was amazing. My all my wildest dreams come true. Great fucking concert. It was a blast. And I knew. Actually, let's start at the beginning, beginning, because this concert had a bunch of crazy stuff going on. So I was at a conference on Thursday and Friday, and I came Saturday morning, and I got to Kansas City about 11 o'clock, where I already had a group of friends that were already um, camping out and were nice enough to get a spot for me. And so we were all camping out, hanging out in the tent, cold as fuck, because it was like 17 degrees out. Mm -hmm. And um, we decided to go get lunch and go back to the Airbnb to get ready. We get a call. Um, doors moved from being open at 6.30 to 5.45 because it was so fucking cold. That's a big so, jump. Yeah, so we had to get shit ready and, like, pack up all our stuff and, like, get ready all at the same time and be ready to go by then. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, we had all our layers off and we had to have our, like, our concert outfits on, which is cold. And so we stood there for probably... I want to say we got there around 3 30 4 o'clock and we got in line around we well we took pictures for a while there's kind of a line already formed so we took pictures for a while in front of the venue and then we got in line mm-hmm. and we get in line and it, there's a merch line starting so i tried to get some merch and then all of a sudden uh the doors just open and my friend grabs my hand and i grab my friend's hand and we make a train and we make a break for it because they open they accidentally opened the doors too early Oh my god. Wait, what time so was we it? We were not supposed to be it was like it was like five forty five. Like it wasn't yeah, it was five forty five, maybe six o'clock by this point. Oh, okay. And the band doesn't come on till eight. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be like early merch for the first fifty people online. And I was luckily some of the, one of the first 50 people online. And so I got really lucky for this one, I will say. Even though this was my first GA concert, first time camping out, all that shit, I got lucky. Wait, you camped out? They camped out, but I was I camped for a little bit. I was in the, I was in the tent for a while. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't feel like you'd be able to, like, camp out for, like, an entire night for a concert. Me? Why? Me? No, I just feel like you'd get annoyed. Yeah, like I'm not one for roughing it. Yeah. But, mm. and it was fucking cold and I can't sleep cold. Mm. Other people can, I cannot. I have to sleep like pretty warm. But um, we get there, they accidentally open the doors open. What? Open the doors open. Yeah, <laughs> they accidentally open the doors too soon so people start running and so we were running until the security guards were like don't run don't run so we're like fast walking and we're like just we get there and there's like knock in the middle episode (laughs) yes we were just lucky enough to get within the first like two or three rows at the barricade and we're like this is good this is fine we're staying here and then my other two friends i gave edibles what two a mistake (laughs) Because we have one girl over here who's a literal pastor. She's a pastor. And Wait, she took one of my mean? edibles. I was going to say, that's definitely not. Yeah, she's over here. She barely drinks, let alone uh, drugs. So she took one. And she was doing pretty, she was doing pretty okay. She kind of kept everything pretty internalized. 
but they were feeling a little strange just because it was their first time and I find that the first time you take edibles in a situation that you're not familiar, you can get really uncomfortable. Should I talk about the first time I tried edibles? <laughs> we'll have to talk about that soon. But like in my experience, the first time I had, I tried these Delta 8 edibles, I was working with a marching band <laughs> and I had to march with the band and it freaked me the fuck out. I managed to like stay calm and pretend everything was okay, but I could like not talk to anyone that wasn't a close friend. And I had to keep my sunglasses on so I couldn't look people in the eyes. And I marched all the way there. And we finally sit down at the at the game or whatever, and I settled down. That was my experience. I think that's what was happening to them. And then my bro over here decides to take shots as well and gets crossfaded, and she hasn't been crossfaded in years. I I just realized as you were talking, um, my first time trying edibles was at a concert like trip. <laughs> nice. Like, wait, hold on. I want to tell this story because like, it's- who are you going to see? Um, so it was the 25th anniversary Warped Tour in Mountain View, California. Me and a friend were, I lived in San Diego at the time. She lived in, um, Covina. So, like, I drove up to Covina to pick her up, and then we drove eight hours to Mountain View, California, which is in Northern California by, like, San Francisco and all that. Like, by Oregon? No, it's not, like, there, that high, but it's, like... San Francisco, the Bay Area, but towards that, but towards that area, yeah, like you're going like, towards Oregon. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to like put together in my brain. Yeah, go on. But um, when I went to go pick her up, she said, "Oh, by the way, if you want my mom, if we pick up my mom, she'll go pick up up some weed for us." <laughs> because like we could smoke weed, but like it's a weird thing where you're like not allowed to buy it, but you're allowed to smoke it. I remember that. Like, um, if you were caught smoking weed in public, like, it wasn't a big deal, which was strange. Yeah. But, like, I was like, okay, fuck yeah. So, we pick up her mom, and she goes and stops in the dispensary for us, gets us some weed, and we drop her off, and then we go to Mountain View. Was this medicinal at this point? Is that why it was all, like... No, it was recreational. It's just, like, I. it's a I weird thought it did... thing in California yeah. where, like, you're allowed to smoke like 18 and up but you're not allowed to buy weed until you're like 21 years old Mm -hmm. so um we get there and we check into the hotel and we were like oh we should probably get some groceries so before we go we take edibles i'd never take edibles taken edibles before this i had smoked weed but not edibles so Mm -hmm. yeah um, edibles hit are like a completely different experience those edibles, I don't know what the fuck those edibles were, but, like, they hit Potent. fast and hard, like, immediately. Like, I took, it was one gummy bear I took, and she took, like, two. And we Damn. go to the Walmart, like, literally up the street, and the moment I walked inside this fucking Walmart, it hit me fucking <laughs> hard. <laughs> Not like I was the- just standing in line, and I just was like, like we skipped here the pre- now. We skipped the pre-hit and went straight to the fucking hit. And I was like, that tends to happen when you've never had one before. I've noticed. And I was just standing there, like, oh my god, I love this. Um, I'm sorry, this is turning into a terrible trip episode. Um, <laughs> but I, we go to the chips aisle. I remember we go into the chips aisle, and she was talking about something. I blinked my eyes. 
And when I opened them again, I was in the milk aisle. And <laughs> I was like, wait, how the fuck did I get here? My friend was in the middle of like talking to me. I had no clue what she was talking about. And then I blinked again and I was on the complete other side of the store. At that point, I started like freaking out and I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And she's like, why? What's wrong? She's completely oblivious to all this. Um, and I'm just like, I, I need to go now. I'm freaking the fuck out. I literally threw my debit card at her to pay for my groceries and then walked out, got into the car and just cried hysterically in the passenger seat of my own car. I've never had that kind of issue with weed. Like maybe I'm just the perfect stoner or something, but I've never like felt paranoid. I've never been, I've been twitchy and like tweaky before where like everything starts to go weird and your body starts like freaking out. But I've never like been paranoid or anything like that. I'm pretty good at being high in public. Like I'm have, I usually am pretty relaxed and chill and like having a pretty good time. See, I've never actually been paranoid before that or since then. I feel like it was solely because we went into such like a big place when it hit for the first yeah, time. Yeah, that can be like, like going into a bar the first time after taking those is like, it's yeah. a little like, whoa. I'm sorry, I interrupted your entire story. What were you saying? <laughs> no. So the doors open by accident. We get up really close to barricade, like two or three people back. Like, yeah, two or three people deep. So he was right fucking there. And we were on the edge. So when he came up to the edge, he was like right there. He could have like body surfed and it would have fell on me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, great concert. It was phenomenal um i was taking a video and louie actually pointed out my camera so that was pretty fucking cool it was like for a split second but i got it and then it was a cool concert i got some recognition from him um i made i got a moment with the guitarist as well um i think his front guitarist is named michael funny how that works (laughs) um (laughs) and for anyone who doesn't know that was a five sauce reference because there were guitarists also named michael but <laughs> but um funny story is we were singing like always you or something so we're going always you and like following him wherever he went around the, the stage like pointing at him and he went to the other side of the stage while i wasn't paying attention so i just reached my hand straight out because it was right during the guitar solo and i reached straight out because the guitarist is right in front of me and louis also pointed to him at the same time and he like gave me a little nod and like a little wave and i was like I didn't, I'm sorry that was an accident, but I will take the attention I can get from the person on stage. Also a cool thing that happened, I'm sorry to backtrack, but we were in line and Louis' band came out the front, came out, we were hanging out in line and Louis' band walked around the front to the back and we saw them and we said hi. It's so fucking weird, like, how, like, I'm not bashing them or anything for doing that, but like, it's so odd to think, like, as a fan how often bands will just like literally as there's a line of bands outside they'll just walk out and just like hang out like yeah it's like you guys are asses when i saw all time low i literally passed by austin knight and otto i believe just walking to get thai food before the band the before the show started um if you don't know them they were austin knight and otto I don't know what his last name is, but they're both in water parks. And when I saw them, them and swimmers were opening up for all time low. Mm-hmm. Oh, in that same show. Why were, how does that work with a band when you have two openers? That sounds like so much. 
oh i went to see fucking set it off and they had like four openers and i didn't That's weird and by the time like the third opener like came off like got off yeah stage, it's like you just it was already see- midnight yeah it's like i just want to see the person i came here to see guy like yeah. one opener isn't enough not that i have anything against any openers and i'm sure other people like that band and maybe actually went to see that band i don't know sunroom was really good at louis but it's just like this is the person i came here to see that's the headliner that's why i'm here please the idea of more than one opener i would just get so impatient it's like not that i have anything against the band at all but i'm just like where's the person i came here to see oh actually it was at that set it off show where i kind of met jack bearcat from all time low which I know, I know we all hate, don't really like Jack at all right now. I don't but, know what um, was wrong, so. Yeah, you're not into all time, though. You don't understand. But um, if you know, you know. Um, but I was outside. My phone was fucking broken. And literally, oh I could leave it off for 10 minutes and it would lose 50%. That I left the show early, partially because I was exhausted and also because I had 5% left and I was in sunset. And I didn't know anybody's phone numbers. So I was standing outside waiting for my Uber. And a lift pulls up. And out of the car steps two women, like blonde girls. And then a guy, really tall, with a whole handle of Jack Daniels. And Is this Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I recognized him. I was like, holy shit is that Jack Bearcat? And I remember he stepped, in, he stepped in front of me and I just stepped back and was like, sorry. And he went in, walked in. He was meeting the guitarist of Set It Off outside. So um, I remember I turned to the girl standing behind me and I was like, was that fucking Jack Bearcat? And she was like, yeah. I was like, fuck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so go through the concert is pretty great there's a really cute part where um there's two balconies in upset in uptown theater there's a back balcony and then the two vip balconies it's very small in that regard so there's not a lot of places for like vip or uh larry conspiracies so um (laughs) the cutest thing is we were right up under the the one of the balconies and sunroom the band who opened for him were hanging out the windows because they're not windows they're just like openings but they were hanging out watching louie and cheering him on and it was so fucking cute and the drummer's such a little crackhead because we were like we put i we i'm the i actually was the first one i saw him and i'm like guys look look sunroom's up there and we started recording sunroom and like gibby was there the drummer and was just going like was just bopping and he was having a good time and the bassist was sitting with him i think his name was max and um they would come in and out and so you'd be like you'd watch them for a little bit you'd go back to watching louie you'd watch them for a little bit go back to watching louie and it was so (laughs) funny and it was so cute but it was so much fun and then uh the drummer lost a bet i guess and had to wear a hairnet on stage and the drummer oh has like God. shoulder length hair. And Louis was like, like right after the first song, I think he was like, this nice fucking hat, Steve. <laughs> and there was like a party took it off and he's like, Steve, you better put your fucking hat on. <laughs> and like, there's another part where they were doing the breakdown of a song and Louis like turned to the drummer and was just like pointing at his head. Like, you fucking better. You better put your fucking hat on. Oh yeah, also louie off and got it on video of him flipping her back off i saw that video and it fueled my life force 
I know. And I was right there and I saw it happen. And I was like, what the fuck? It was awesome. And it was just like, you could see him right there. And it was like his tattoos. And it's just like, for me, it's hard to believe these people are real people. And I was like, holy shit. I would be so honored to have any of One Direction or Five Sauce just flip me off. Even in like a hateful, spiteful way. I know. I would sell my soul to have Callum Hood flip me off. (laughs) Oh my God. Also, he wore like a black shirt and black pants and black shoes, literally. And he just got his hair like trimmed up because it was kind of long before tour started. And he got trimmed up and he legit looked like Louis from One Direction. You know what I mean? (laughs) It just like, it made me so happy because he looked and acted like Midnight Memories Louis Tomlinson, you know? Like he was like, you know, he's been kind of sad and stuff. So he was just like happy go lucky, like wonder, like Louis from One Direction. And it was so cute. And it was just, it fueled my entire life. And he, I heard him laugh. I'm sorry, I'm a fangirl and it's fine. Um, It made me, he, I heard him laugh. I heard him say fuck. He said, I want to give a massive thank you. He said all the things that he does. And it was just so cool to hear it in person. Mm-hmm. That, ta- that was a tangent, but yeah. So the show gets over and we, my friend and I decide to go wait in the merch line. Which my other friend was kind of having an issue because she was crossfaded, so she wasn't having the greatest of time. She was kind of feeling weird, so she decided to go outside and sit in her car for a bit and find and try to find someone from our other group because it was like three of there's three of us are close friends, and then this girl's friends with these girls. It's a it, we were like a big group, but these are my three close friends, and she goes and sits in her car and tries to get someone from the other group to take her home. So my friend and I are waiting and this merch line goes like back across the venue. It is so long. And I I just looked my friend in the face. I'm like, this is all I wanted to get from this tour. Like that's all I ever want to get when I I go to see shows is get merch to remember it. And I was like, I don't care about anything else. Like I didn't even care about Louis flipping us off or anything like that. All I didn't care if I'd be in the nosebleed seats as long as I got merch. Like that's the one thing I care about pretty much to remember it by and so we waited in this line it felt it was like it felt it was short but long you know what I mean I felt like maybe it was like an hour hour and a half not like long but not not short either and we finally got our stuff and my phone is dead during I forgot to mention that my phone died somewhere in like the middle of the show like right in the middle of the show um it died right before my favorite song and I didn't get to record my favorite song live. That kind of made me upset. But um, we go on because it was kind of cool to also just experience it without my phone. But I wish I had it to save forever. So, yeah, my phone is dead. I'm She's getting all these texts in a group chat that I'm a part of but can't see and don't even know and not even paying attention because she's not really telling me everything that's happening. But basically, my friend and her friend got in a fight because... Mm, her friend wanted to stay and wait for Louie to see Louie, say hi to Louie, you know, when you wait at the gate. What's that called? Just rushing the gate or something? Yeah. Where you wait like, at the gate and see them, to see them. Yeah, basically there's a, a small crowd formed to try and see him leave. And um, they got into a fight about it because she wanted to stay and wait for Louie. But she's like, I really just want to go home and go to sleep. I'm not feeling good. I feel kind of weird. I don't want to drive. Like, and so it was a big ordeal. It was a big fight. And then um, by this point, I go into the car and see what we're going to do. Because I also have my car there. 
And so she ended up deciding that she was going to drive home. Like she's not drunk or anything. She just feels she's just kind of she's mo- it's mostly anxiety based. It's not really being intoxicated, just kind of um, freaking out. Basically, it was more anxiety based, mm-hmm. but she was kind of freaking out. But she decided she was calm enough to drive. So then my friend stayed with her to, like, keep her going, to, like, talk her down and stuff to make her feel less anxious. And so I was going to follow them. Well, actually, I don't remember if I was going to follow them. It was like I was just going to get it in my phone and get there somehow, you know? Like, I wasn't really relying on them per se. So I tried to follow, and then I realized I couldn't find my phone. Like, oh, I remember now. I was originally going to follow them, but then I was looking everywhere for my phone. And they were already gone, so I was like, shit, I can't catch up to them now. I tried for like a half a second to follow them without a phone or anything. And I was like, nope, I have no idea where this is. I'm going back. I'm just going to wait in the venue and figure something out. (laughs) So then I tried to uh, find my phone. I went to the venue first, which there's no reentry. Like once you leave, yeah, you have to come. You can't come back in. And I tried to knock on the door to be like, hey, did you find a phone? But no, the guy just like dismissed me. I know it was no reentry, but it's like, I just need to ask you something. I'm sorry. And like the merch sellers in there are being dicks. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I went and talked to the security guards that were waiting by the gate to kind of space them out. And um, they were a whole lot nicer. They tr- like girls overheard me. Like I didn't know their numbers. I didn't know anything. I didn't know what to do. So I couldn't call anybody because I didn't know anybody's numbers. Like I don't know them by heart. Who knows everyone's number by heart at this point and then um these girls overheard me and I managed to find my friend on Twitter and she managed to see that I was in trouble found my phone in her car and um the both of them came back but during that time I was just kind of waiting around like it was getting pretty late there was a really small crowd at this point like it's like 20 people maybe Jeez. and it was a small ish it was a small ass crowd like, I'm surprised people are still waiting, you know? Like, I think a lot of people gave up because the venue was telling people that Louie had already left in a van to try and clear out the crowd so, like, mass hysteria wouldn't happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And they tried to tell them, like, all this stuff. And then finally the people that, like, ended up staying, um, he kind of rode down on his tour bus and he just had the window open because it was really fucking cold. That was... That's like half the reason that's the reason the heck half of the crowd left besides the ones who thought Louie actually went home. So it was cold and I don't blame the guy for not wanting to like come out and talk to us for very long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was cold as hell. And he wore a t-shirt that night. So (laughs) (laughs) so yeah. And it was so nice because I was on I was just I guess I was on the perfect side. I was on the edge where um, when you turn the window was facing that side of the street. Mm hmm. So, like, I had view of him the entire time he was driving around the curve of the of this driveway. And, like, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that that was going to happen. And he's, like, hanging out the window, like, pointing at us, cheering. And we're like, Louie, hi. And we were, like, waving at him. And, like, of course, I said as a small crowd, it was enough for us to line up single file. And he was able to see each one of us, like, one at a time easily and so he saw me looked at me we looked at each other i waved he waved it was awesome i loved every minute of it and it was just like at that point the fact that that happened it was like i wasn't mad about it at all like in a normal situation i would probably be like i would probably be crying at the very least because i'm not like a super freak out person i usually try to like 
I'm usually pretty okay about thinking on my feet and like getting something done rather than like freezing and freaking out, you know? Yeah. But like I feel like by this point, like not finding my phone, not being able to remember their numbers, I feel like I would be at least crying and upset. And um, I wasn't. I was completely like cool and collected, just completely relaxed because the concert was freaking awesome. I was so freaking close to him. So many cool stuff happened. And then I just saw him. We saw each other. We made <laughs> eye contact. Like we interacted. So yeah. I was like, me. You know, I, look, I at look at him and he, he looks, looks at me. me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, let me tell you, and it, it was an experience. That whole day was just a fucking experience. I'm, I got to interact with Louis Tomlinson on accident. <laughs> like that was never my intention. I was like satisfied with the performance and being as close to him as I was. I didn't care enough to wait for him and like see him that way. Like did not care at all, but it happened. So I'm starting to think that the only way to meet celebrities is by not trying to have it happen at all. Honestly, like, in fact, not wanting to. Like, being the complete opposite. Like, honestly, like, that's how I had all my interactions with, like, all the musicians I've ever met. <laughs> like, He's just, really like... the most famous person I've interacted with at this point. And I wouldn't say me. I've met, like, a few, like, famous-ish people. But, like, in terms of, like, mainstream music that almost everyone would know who I'm talking about, he's the closest that I can come to. I think the most mainstream people that I've met are, like... Youngblood and Jeffree Star. Yeah, I'd say that's mainstream enough. Yeah, Jeffree Star, everybody knows him. Mainstream enough for me, uh, not even Home Free. That's a country band. Um, I've met famous composers, like modern composers that compose choir music. That's kind of the extent of like the famous people I know, like have interacted with. Besides, I guess, Louie now. But like, I don't know. It's like being in the same vicinity. Like I went to a Q&A with um, Home Free, which is this really good uh, acapella band. Mm-hmm. And like I was in a room with them and could have asked them a question if I raised my hand and wanted to. Like that, that's kind of how I feel. It's the same kind of caliber as the kind of interaction I had with Louie. Yeah. But like the fact that Louie knew I was there, you know, like Home Free didn't know, like knew I was there, but didn't know I was there, like specifically me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't a personal moment. You want to know the most embarrassing shit I've ever done when I've met a musician is? Pee your pants. No. Worse. <laughs> worse? Pooped your pants? Worse. I shit myself. <laughs> but, um... Guys, I, I met, uh, I, um, I did the most embarrassing thing. I, I met this celebrity and then I fucking shit my pants. <laughs> but, um... I told you about how I was extra on a TV show, right? Yeah. I Which was, TV show was it again? It was Paradise City. It's a spinoff of American Satan by Ash Adelson, but I think I've has, seen commercials for it. It has like very, very well-known metalcore and rock musicians in the scene starring in the movie. So like. Andy Beersack, Ben Bruce, um, mm-hmm. Boo Boo Stewart, the guy who played the main character in Clockwork Orange. He says Orange, it like Boo Boo? He played the Dayton. He played Satan. Wait, who? what about who in the... Porn Stash? Um, the main character... The guy who played the main character in um, A Clockwork Orange. Oh, I thought you said Orange is a New Black. Oh, no. A Clockwork Orange. I don't remember his name, but he's British. He played Satan in that. 
And basically the entire premise of the movie is like the evil behind the music scene, like the music industry. Yeah. And like how you pretty much Nashville sell your kinda soul. does the same thing. But um I got there at five o'clock was the call time and I was working as a freelance special effects makeup artist at the time, so I'd been on short film sets, TV sets, um, all that. And like I knew how production worked, but literally we weren't called to do anything until 11 o'clock at night. Um, so we were there for six hours just waiting. And Sierra, are you alive? <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. Sorry. Oh. I put my head on my bear to smell his smellies. You, I put strawberries in him. Okay, you can relax. You can get you smells want. of bilberry. You can, you can make smells of bilberry. They do that now? Mm-hmm. Oh. What sense is he? Strawberries. Oh. He's so soft. Anyway, um, so I get I there. I don't know if you can tell, but our edibles have kicked in. Oh, yeah. Like, I, when I get to the point where I'm talking, like, 500 miles an hour, then, like, you know it's officially hit. Um... <laughs> Eventually, we're called out, and Bella Thorne, Boo Boo Stewart, Andy Black, and Ben Bruce were, like, the main characters. And then James Castles was in the show. Explain um, to me how he's Andy Beersack in some respect and Andy Black in other respects. Well, Andy Beersack is his persona that he's had for years since he created Blackville Brides in, like, the early 2000s, like, um, mm -hmm. MySpace. And then Andy Black is his solo career. So, like, that's more on the pop punk side. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. Also, I feel like he... To have two different names just name. because you're in two different genres? I think Andy Black was, like, his MySpace username. But, like, basically it's a way to differentiate. differentiate um, I guess it's differentiate. I guess it's kind of like Childish Gambino and Danny Glover. Daniel... Is it Daniel Glover? Something Glover. Daniel. Donnie? Donnie Glover? Why am I... Glover. Why am I... F Danny Glover. No? Fuck. He was in Community. Yeah. Childish Gambino. Child. Why am I... Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Glover. Donald. <laughs> oh my god. Donald Glover. Anyway, back to the meat and potatoes of the story before I go off on another fucking tangent. <laughs> so, we shoot the scene, and afterwards, like, all the extras are, like, ordering their Ubers and all that. And I was fucking exhausted. So, me and my, um, you know how you have a concert bestie? Like, you meet them there, and then you never talk to them again? Yeah. She was my concert buddy for that. And, um, oh. we go outside, and I see Ben Bruce... And a couple other people, like, in a circle smoking. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I wanna, oh, my I wanna God. I should talk to him. I should talk to him. Should I talk to him? Yeah, I'll talk to him. Um, so we go up to him, and I say, hey, some something along the lines of, like, hey, Ben, I just want to say that I'm, I've been a fan of Asking Alexandria for so long. I love your music. Could I get a picture? And he was like, it's so sweet. And he was like, yeah, sure. And then I take Heck the picture. No. I take the picture. I look awful in it. Um, that's always the worst. And that's all you have for the celebrity you met. 
Yeah. But a few days later, I go back and think about the interaction. And I realize James Castles, who is the drummer of Asking Alexandria, was literally standing directly next to him. And I didn't even acknowledge his presence. Um, I was just talking to Ben the entire time. Just, like, completely didn't realize James Castles was there. And which is interesting because he's my favorite member of Asking Alexandria. And <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Sorry, and Ben. I just remember the look on his face. It's literally burned into my fucking brain. His face of like, you're a big fan of Asking Alexandria, but like, you're not even acknowledging me. <laughs> big fan. Big I, I, fan. Danny, Danny, Ben. That's Sam. how I felt. That's how I felt when I didn't know the names of Louis Band, which is apparently is a thing you should know. Just like Danny, Ben, um, Sam, Cameron, if y'all are listening to this, I, I hope to God you aren't. I'm sorry, James. I hope you are. I'm sorry, James. Your baby is adorable. I, I, I'm sorry. Love the music. <laughs> Love the music. <laughs> Love the music, though. Love the music. Even, even the country shit, Danny. Huh. Huh. Oh, it's no, Mickey. Cop no. my life into pieces. No pieces. These, These are my homemade jorts. <laughs> I I slowly turned into the the gingerbread cut, man. Cut my pants into pieces. These, These are my homemade jorts. My homemade jorts. Oh my god. Wake me up. Wake me wake up. Me up and wake me up. Wake me up inside. Save me. Go ahead and save me from the dark. Oh my god. You want to hear another funny story? Concert story? That entire trip to the 25th anniversary was just fucking cursed. I'm just going to say that now. Like, every single possible thing that could have gone wrong went wrong on that trip. So, it's a weird fucking thing where, like, certain hotels won't allow you to rent out a hotel unless you're, like, 21, 22, whatever the fuck. Yeah, Um, it's wild. So me- I've heard they've changed it to almost like 25 in some places. Oh, yeah. It's fucking weird. Um, but we ha- arranged it. So her dad is a truck driver, my friend. And he gets points from like staying at so many different hotels across the country. So yeah, we booked it under his name so we could use the points and get like a cheaper price on it. So we booked the hotel room and we get there. We smoke some weed. We smoked a blunt before I had the edible, and I lost my shit. Um, we do that, but we make a point to, like, smoke outside because it's a whole Obviously violation. a hotel. Yeah. But next morning, we're driving to Warped Tour, and my friend gets a call from her dad, and he's like, what the fuck were you guys doing? The maid just called, said the sm- room smelled like fucking weed. You know you're not supposed to be smoking weed in the hotel. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, bitching my friend out on the phone. And- Why would a maid snitch like that, though, you know? I feel like worse shit happens in a fucking hotel than that. But his whole point, too. Like, he was yelling so loud, I could hear him from the phone. Um, But he was like, snitch. You lost That's the one fucking- time snitches are real. You made it, they have to clean the room, they're charging me a fuck fuck ton of money for this, like, this is your fault. And he said that he canceled the room on us. Keep in mind, we're in Northern California, we live in Southern California, and, like, we know nobody in Northern California. So he's like, 
after tonight, you're fucked. You're done. You have to find somewhere else to stay. So that day, um, I met Jeffree Star. That's fucked. I met Jeffree Star and Young Blood. And after. What happened? What was happening? They were meet and greets. Oh, this was Jeffree Star when he was in a band, wasn't it? No. Jeffree Star, um, this was 2019, way after his MySpace days, band days. Oh, but so what was he doing? Because he's like, well, he used to be such a big person in the warp tour scene. So, like, uh, they just invited him for a meet and greet. That's awesome. And um, so I met them. That night, we go to the hotel, we pack our shit, and we're just like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Still had no plan the next morning. Um, I got lost at some 41. Um, and then <laughs> I, um, afterwards, we were sitting in our car and we were like, where the fuck are we going to go? Like, I was fully prepared at that point to, like, sleep in our car, my car. And that night we're calling everybody we fucking know. Like, do you know anybody in Northern California whose couch we can crash on? Eventually, my my friend's mom gets in contact with her old roommate, the mom's old roommate. Oh, and wow. they lived in Oakland. So they let us sleep on their couch that night. So... We they were a very nice couple too, by the way. They were lesbians. That's very nice. That's so awesome. Um, but yeah, they helped us not be homeless in the middle of the ghetto of Northern California. God, imagine that shit's scary. That sounds scary. Yeah. Like if the scary is like when I was stranded without my fucking phone, dude. Yeah, and it's like th- especially that part where we were at, that was so- a very sketch area it's like if you're from michigan you'll know like the east side of detroit like that area where like michigan the stores are still burnt down from the riots in the 90s like there's drug dens for those the detroit riots it like destroyed the entire city of detroit what were they rioting over it was after rodney king i believe what's rodney king you, you never heard of Rodney King? No, I've never heard of this stuff. I'm surprised, honestly. So, back in the 90s, there was... It was like a George Floyd situation. Oh. Where this black this man was happened- pulled over by the LAPD. And this happened before? Yeah. They beat the shit, ever-living shit out of this man. And it was caught on dash cam. And it, I think this is after the... They announced that they wouldn't be charging the police officers who almost killed this man. So, like, everybody was pissed. There was riots across the country. And, yeah. I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. Like, it was... I'm sorry. When I was, like, when I said I was surprised, I'm like, this has happened twice. I know that. But it's just, it's just, like, the fact that there's been multiple things of, like, a George Floyd type situation is just unfathomable. I just looked it up. This was 30 years before um, Rodney King. (laughs) So this was... Detroit riots? Yeah. 1967 were the Detroit riots. I don't know what situation. Girl, you're facts, my guy. I should know this. I'm from Metro Detroit. Uh, Side note, I'm really sorry about the rustling. I just am getting so high I needed to, like, lean against something, so I got horizontal on my couch. You want to hear about how we got... I got lost at some 41. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, this is the Warped Tour 25th anniversary. 
the concert where everything went wrong. Um, so, Sum 41 on the second day was, like, playing. And it was, like, they're the headliner. Everybody was excited the most for, um, the Sum 41 and, um, the... Are you they, knocking on something? They, I'm tapping on this. The Sorry, kids aren't... That was, like, sounded weird inside of me. Inside the kids aren't brain. all right. Um, is it The Outsiders? There's a band called The Outsiders? Hold on. The Offspring. The Offspring. Oh, they were also... I've so- I, God, I've heard a song by them. Can't remember which one, but it came up on Shuffled. Yeah. But, um, Sum 41 was the day Oh, two. dance, fucker, dance. dance. Never had a chance. Or something like that. Yeah. But, okay, um, Sum 41 was the headliner on the second day. The first day was The Offspring. And everybody was, like, so excited to see Sum 41. Because, like, especially my friend, like, she, her favorite band is Sum 41. So she was, like, fucking pumped. Heck so yeah. we get there. And we're together at first. And then the very first guitar riff, the crowd spits into three, like a triangular formation of mosh pits. And that sounds scary. (laughs) We're literally right behind the mosh pit. And we wanted to get past them because we wanted to crowd surf. So we were like trying to break through the mosh pit. And then this bitch wouldn't let me, like, break into the mosh pit, which is horrible mosh etiquette. Like, I'm trying to mosh, bitch. Fuck you. Um, but we get past them. My friend gets split. I get sucked into the mosh pit, and she stays where she is, and she um, crowd surfs. And after the show, everybody splits off everywhere. And I was in the back still from when I was sucked into the mosh pit. I just stand in front of the water tent, the water tent, and I'm like looking for because her phone died, and she, it was kind of like your situation. But, God, it's um, the worst feeling. So I was like yelling, <laughs> and I was trying to find her. I make one circle around the water tent, and then I just sit down on the curb and give up. <laughs> I felt that. And then like. I think it was 15 minutes later. I was just sitting in there, like, chilling. And my friend runs up, hugs me, and is like, Ava, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> just imagine that, like, moment you give up. Also, like, I feel like I wouldn't have given... I still would have given up. But, like, also, this was when I had the attention span of a squirrel because I hadn't been diagnosed with ADHD yet. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll just... Travel with Warp Tour then. <laughs> hey Warp Tour, I'm a makeup artist. I'm like mediocre, but I'm here. I was just imagining this as like before you were actually in school. Oh no, I did special effects long fucking hate. I was just kids. imagining you as like a I don't know why, I was just imagining you as like a teenager. And so it's like the only thing I could think of is like you could be a makeup artist as a teenager, I guess. Oh, have you never seen my Instagram? Because like all my old work is on there. Like I did full prosthetics. My screen, my lock screen is actually a pee pee poo poo, pee pee poo poo, pee pee poo poo. Also, side note, oh wow, that's cool. Also, side note, if you're a merch person or a celebrity or whatever that goes on tour, we start making merch like 
when you start making phone cases i know it'd be kind of complicated to have all the phone sizes you need but like you're missing out because i want a phone case yeah also what sad summer fest did they had like sunglasses where it's like a bleeding heart shape like those were fucking those are cute and also like those are in fashion like i wear those everywhere when i'm in the car (laughs) so fucking useful like that's take a book piece out of sad summer fest yeah i've seen like home free did pop sockets and stuff like you famous you real famous people gotta get in on that pierce the veil did hot sauce hot sauce that seems a little far well they really fed into the mexican stereotypes (laughs) because they're all mexican oh (laughs) what exactly moshing usually happens in the center of a crowd Generally close to the stage and area called the mosh pit. Wait, I still have videos of that fucking mosh pit. I don't understand a mosh pit. They're they're fun. Or I love the style of dance in which partition participants push or slam into each other, typically performed to aggressive live music such as heavy metal and punk rock. Moshing usually happens in the center of the crowd, generally closer to the stage, in an area called the mosh pit is intended to be energetic and full of body contact. Yeah, I have other concert stories if you want me to just tell them and fill the time. I mean, we could talk about what annoys us at concerts. Like, um, this girl in front, we let this girl come in beside us because she was shor- a little shorter, and she had this big fucking sign that when she held it up, it would be right in front of our cameras trying to film, and it was the most annoying fucking thing nope nope like if you have a sign um do not hold it up for the entire time people behind you would like to see and or record yeah get maybe one song either give up on the acknowledgement or after it's acknowledged don't bring it up again yeah but um i had this i don't like how people will use like concerts especially like rock concerts and metal concerts as an excuse to be an asshole and a dick like just like if you're in a mosh pit you're fucking like throwing shit yelling like pushing shoving and like just being a general dick and it's not in a mosh pit i want to make that very clear you're not in a mosh pit and you're doing that shit no also i had this weird thing where like every single time i went to a concert it still happens but every time i go to a concert i get hit in the face with something the first time it happened it was a, a toilet paper roll i got the guitarist you of... didn't even hear me what i said a cock <laughs> close a bra i've had um <laughs> i scottish girls attitude no that was a beer they threw at me <laughs> Have you ever uh, experienced spitters? Oh, no. Thank God. Because, like... I've heard some people talk about the celebrities that have, like, spit on her at the Louis concert. Louis doesn't spit. It's kind of weird. I've seen people spit before. Like, it's natural in, like, singing and stuff. But Louis didn't spit at all. Mm. Yeah. Like, the first time it happened, I was at Blink-182. And the guitarist of... um, what, what the fuck is it called? Uh, they wrote Paranoia. Paranoia. Um, Sunset Curve. A Day to Remember. <laughs> the guitarist of Day to Remember threw, was like throwing toilet paper rolls into the crowd and it hit me directly in the face. Um, that was the first time. The second time was at All Time Low and a girl threw her like triple D um, bra 
at my the head. Helmets. It was purple. Um, and it landed on me and this other girl, and we just looked at it, and then I threw it. I just imagine it being so big, it just landed on both of your heads like helmets, and you're just like... <laughs> like a fucking cartoon or something. Oh, my God. Well, it was big enough to hit two, the both of us. Yeah. <laughs> Dim titties, though. <laughs> Next one was at asking Alexandria and Blackfield Brides. I got hit in the face with a shoe. That was connected to a human. <laughs> so you got kicked in the face? <laughs> my oh my crowd, god, I hate you so my crowd, much. <laughs> my crowd surfer. A crowd surfer kicked, kicked, in kicked me in the face. And this was literally a week after I got jaw surgery. Hello, this is editor Ava a few days later. Um, I just wanted to come on here and clarify that story real quick before I get into the meat and potatoes of it. Um it was not a week after I got the jaw surgery that I went to see Asking Alexandra at Black Veil Brides. It was a week after I got my mouth unwired that I went to see Black Veil Brides and Asking Alexandra. So it was technically three weeks after I got my jaw surgery. But yeah, thank you. So Why like you I got kicked in surgery? the fucking face right after major jaw surgery. I got it. Why did you get jaw surgery? Because my jaw was fucked up. I had like an, a bad overbite. And so they had to, like, break my jaw and then reset it. And I still have, like, scars on right here. Do you have, um, did you have to, uh, get it wired shut? Yeah. That was fucking horrible. <laughs> so how long did you have it wired for before you got kicked in the face? Um, I think it was a week I had it wired shut. And Why then... do people have to get it wired for, like, two months? Yeah, um, well, actually, my mom's friend, she had hers wired shut for, like, four months. Yeah, like, 50 Cent had it. Like, what makes that... What makes you only need a week and other people need months? Well, I think because it wasn't, like, from a traumatic injury or anything. It was just, like, jaw surgery. And then they put, like, the But, like, they still do that for the sake of healing. They... Well, they replaced... They kept the wired shut for, like, a week... And then they put in the permanent um, retainer. What did you eat during that time? I literally had to force my mouth open and then stick a straw between my teeth mm -hmm. and then just drink everything. I just would be drinking shakes or something. I wouldn't even try to do like like actual like smoothies and shit I need for my nutrients. I would just be drinking like straight, whatever the fuck I wanted. Straight up, I still will not eat bone broth because like that's all I could eat. When? I just feel like that would that would just be gross through a straw, you know. It was so fucking gross, especially after. It two just feels days. wrong, you know. Like after two days, I was already sick of it, and then I still had to drink it for a week. You still couldn't eat at that point. How much could you eat? Well, even at the time of the concert, I could I could barely like open my mouth. Like it was still really tight and s sore. So like I could open it like this so of. you're like screaming you're like Aah! like trying to like woo at the concert you're like Aah! that i also drove to fucking grand rapids for this shit i dragged my uncle along with me i live four hours away from grand rapids so we drove eight hours that day to see blackville brides in asking alexandria and i do oh not regret gosh. it what a day to remember I didn't even mean for that to... I legit Wait. did not do that on purpose. I was literally just going to say she planned that shit. 
I did not. I was just like, what What a day to remember. And I was like, I shit you not, I did not mean to do that. I was like, God fucking damn it, I did not mean to. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. <laughs> but like, yeah, I get hate hit in the face a lot. But like face with not so like what faces. had to happen to you? what had to happen after you got kicked did you get checked out or anything or are you just kind of like ow well i was like ow because mostly it surprisingly well i got kicked really hard here which should have like fucked my jaw up but it didn't yeah you should have been like back to square one <laughs> and then the other not time, square one but like square yep. two and then the other time it was like a very brief kick it was like that kind of you could have broke like, your brain, dude. It could have. But whatever. Like, yeah, if you get hit in a certain part of your nose, you could, like, die. Yeah, I know. Also, I thought I was me... to die. You know what I also saw? Um, It was, like, on a pimple TikTok. And it was, like, be careful popping pimples in your, like, uh, it's called, like, the triangle. Of, they like they call it, like, the triangle of death or something. And it's that triangle from, like, the midpoint of your forehead to like right above your lips and apparently you can like if you pop a zit in that area and it like becomes super infected and stuff it can like kill you pretty easily or something that's what i didn't really understand it but it was just like what he said like be careful popping pimples there because like if you get if it gets infected you can be in some serious trouble some big some deep doo-doo Deep trouble, man. Don't kill Fire King. Thousand years bad juju. Ten thousand years. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on your ancestors. We didn't even stay in the same, like, franchise. No. <laughs> no, we didn't even stay in the same movie studio. <laughs> I'm over here with Ice Age, and you go to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> we just years of molten rock we decide sacrifice the fire king sacrifice <laughs> like, sacrifice well, that doesn't seem very civilized worth a shot worth a shot he's my favorite he's like no don't kill because he thought they were dumb like and he was like no don't kill fire king thousand years bad juju <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the mini sloth scene in ice age 2 will always be just everything Oh my god. Bing 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 boing bing 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 boing bing 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 boing. For a while that was like my ADHD like sound, you know? You do you know that sound that you love to repeat cuz it's just like satisfying? Yeah, that was my sound forever. And no one knew that reference and I would make that reference sometimes and they're like like it's from a movie. I'm not going to explain it to you. Bing 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 boing 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 bing 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 boing 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 bing 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 boing. Bing 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 It was so funny. I love is that Ice Age 2 or 3? That's the Meltdown. So it had the one with Queen Latifah in it. I think that was 2. Oh, the first time a Ava and I did edibles together over FaceTime, we watched Ice Age 2, and it was the fucking best experience I've ever had. <laughs> it was. It was so strange. It was awesome. And then our third friend, like, jumped in and out a lot. So she was, like, so confused and over our shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's not um cool like us. <laughs> She, uh, aka, she doesn't do a lot of drugs. 
No. And doesn't listen she, to our podcast. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't do any drugs that aren't prescribed to her, which is boring. Boring. At this Lame. point by making weed legal, they have in fact made you your own doctor. Disclaimer, that's a thousand percent a joke. Just because you smoke weed does not mean you are a doctor. Just because you smoke weed does not mean your broken leg will heal. <laughs> 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 I'm just <laughs> now I'm just all I could think of <laughs> that blew, took me off guard because all I could think of was like a guy with a broken leg who decides to toke up <laughs> like does nothing else but toking up and it's like dude it's facing the other way <laughs> you shouldn't be alive right now <laughs> Your foot has turned into a reverse ski. <laughs> you look like a goat with your legs on backwards. <laughs> Dude, I that was the I saw that. There was like a, a it was in like PT Barnum's show or something, but there was a kid who had his knees on backwards. So then his legs curved like a fucking goat or something. Ew. <laughs> I know. It's cray cray. But yeah. What was I talking about? I don't know. It was really funny though. That sound you made, I thought it was a door. I'm like, is your mom really coming in right now? Oh, my mom experienced me high for the first time yesterday. And now she thinks I'm a druggie. Oh, I was telling you this last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you probably don't remember because we were both high. <laughs> we were have, and I was having a moment with Louis Tomlinson, so. Yeah. We uh, made out. He had a hickey last night. You Someone saw a hickey boy. on his neck. You dirty bird. Dirty little rascal. Oh, actually, I want to give some useful concert advice. Wait, to one my more thing. Just an just another reason. This was for science to make sure I knew Louie was actually alive in front of me last night. I checked out his butt. It was awesome. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. It was awesome. But um, oh, useful concert advice. So I learned this from my girl Caitlin Ray. She is also a fellow ADHD video blogger. Um, she does a lot of concert stuff and travel and um, impulsivity stuff. Um, like all of us, like all of us, um, like moving to Hawaii after deciding for a week, like a week impulsively beforehand. starting a podcast after getting high. Yeah. Um, but, um, you can scan the system and get an amazing seat for nosebleed prices. All you have to do it's just on, on the day before the show, see which... What are the closest seats that are empty? Um, like on the website still. So you edit your um, online ticket to say what it is, like change the seat number. So then you check in with the real ticket and then you use that ticket to like show the security like, hey, I belong here. So like not in like if you're in a huge fucking stadium and you're wanting to get to ground. I'm not sure if 
the wristband situation would stop that. But, but like, hold out, Ava. Manage your expectations. Do not throw yourself so close to the sun that your wings melt and you're dead. Um, fall into the sea. Don't fall into the sea. Just. But when I saw Five Sauce on the Meet You There tour, um, I didn't. I bought seats for like 85 bucks and they were in the way, way back. So what I did was after, like, I was waiting on the side for Five Sauce to start. And then once Mm -hmm. they started, I walked down to the front. I saw a pair of empty seats, walked, sat down like I belong there. And I took the seats that were probably like 600 bucks. Damn. So yeah, you can just like scam the system. Um, I should probably explain this when I'm not high because yeah, that made no make fucking sense. sense. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna cut that entire part out. Um, <laughs> okay, restart. <laughs> How to scam the system? Just kidding. I'm not gonna go over all that, all that again. Just edit your tickets and make them say a closer seat, and then at, walk to the seat like you own it. That's my advice. What if it's sold out then? Well, I mean, you pick the seats that are either empty after the show starts or, like, are still available for purchase on the Ticketmaster website or wherever you buy your tickets. What if it's sold out? What do you mean? What if the show is sold out? Well, I mean, you have to buy a a very cheap ticket in order to get in. I'm not saying, like, break in without ticket at all. Just, like... I thought you said to wait before the show, the day before the show, which... No. Buy your ticket. Buy your dirt poor nosebleed $20. We legally have to sell these seats, so we'll give you the bare minimum price seats. Buy those Mm -hmm. seats. Edit your ticket to say it's a closer seat, and then just walk up to that area, go sit in the chair... Or you can just wait, like, during the show and see, like, when... See the seats that nobody actually claims. You... How do you edit your ticket and get away with that? I did it on, like, a Facetune-type app. It's, like, the blemish editor. Oh. Oh, I get it now. Because, like, this feels illegal. But, um... It's like you show it to the usher and they don't... But I guess now you have to have your ticket and they scan it now and show you where to go. What the fuck was that? Oh, no. Like, if you wait till like, during... That scared me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shush you. I was just like, shit, that scared me. (laughs) Yeah, normally, like, ushers don't care unless... Don't do it in, like, an area that requires wristbands. Yeah. Because, like, that's gonna be, like, way more difficult to pull off. Just do it for, like, the closest areas you can get that don't require wristbands. So, like, if you're in an arena, stay on the top and not, like, in the bowl. Jesus, this sounds so fucking illegal to me right now. Well, I mean, you're not breaking any laws. You're just taking empty seats. I guess I mean the editing one felt really illegal. Well, I mean, you're still checking in with the ticket you bought. You're just, like, editing to show a different seat. Oh, we didn't have seated seats at all. At Louis, it was great. It was GA, so it was just whoever got there first could get up to the barricade. GA shows are honestly the superior shows. 
It was pretty great. But, yeah. I will say I like seated shows just because camping out doesn't have to happen. Yeah. The whole having to get in line and shit. Should we do Am I the Assholes? Honestly, like, I'm fucking blazed right now. I don't know how much longer I can last. Sorry. <laughs> the riveting ending to tonight's episode because we got too zonked. Where I, my mouth has been, like, drier than the fucking desert for, like, the past half hour. Yeah, I could get a drink. I could get a bowl of cereal. All right, so we're going to end this. Thank you for watching. And Good night. Don't forget to eat your grilled cheeses. And don't forget to pick up your brain cell brothers from the airport. They've been there for a few weeks. I don't know how they got home. Yeah, no. They were... They've been living on, like, pretzels for a while. They've been living on peanuts, pretzels, and yellow water. And, like, the tiniest bit of vodka in your Sprite. Yeah. Like, they hardly put... When you get drinks, it's nothing. Anyway, thank you for... Thank you. Bye. Yeah, whatever that conclusion was. Bye.